Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello and welcome to this week's Wisdom Wednesday episode on the Alter Your Health podcast. I'm Dr. Susanna Alter. And I'm Dr. Ben. And we're both naturopathic doctors who support individuals in reversing disease and reclaiming optimal health through whole food plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine. Excited to be with you for another Wisdom Wednesday episode here. And I wanted to talk about, this was my idea today, talking about Ditching the diagnosis, ditching the medical diagnosis. And really what I mean by this is just letting go of it, just uh, not attaching to it, not identifying with it. Uh, and the the reason why is because, A, first and foremost, uh, a diagnosis is really just a label that has been created by the medical system so that people can try and understand what's going on with you, but more appropriately use that diagnosis in the context of uh, insurance billing and medication management and protocol developing and kind of just systematizing medicine, which that's not the way that healing happens. So A, diagnoses diagnoses are just kind of garbage in that sense. They're they're very limiting. But B, and maybe more importantly, is that when we have kind of this limited mindset on what the diagnosis is, what that means, then we are closed to the infinite possibilities that actually do exist with regard to our healing. Um, And our, our healing is not found in the diagnosis. The answer is not found in the problem. And understanding the problem just helps us to understand the problem. It doesn't actually help us to transcend the problem or to integrate the, the solution and, and find a sustainable sort of uh, cure to the issue. Uh, so I wanted to kind of, you know, explore this detail or this, 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 this topic and get Susanna's feedback on the matter as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, right off the bat, I want to say I agree for the most part of with everything that you're saying um you know i guess coming from experience with um you know being someone who um has been in that frustrating 
a period in life where I felt like, oh my gosh, um, my health is really bad. Uh, no one knows what's going on with me. I feel like I have a mystery illness. Like no one's able to give me a diagnosis. What the heck? How am I supposed to get better if I can't get diagnosed? I can kind of see from one point of view how, um, you know, one might look at a diagnosis and feel like, oh my gosh, like, if I am finally taking a diagnosis, then, then that means like someone someone can help me actually heal, right? Um, and so I just wanna kind of voice that perspective because um, in one sense, it can be a little, feel a little reassuring if in this. Got, yeah, if you've got like kind of mystery symptoms, but it's just like, oh, I don't know what your pain's from. I don't know what your stomach aches due to. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, your blood work looks fine. so. I don't know, we just call it a syndrome. But even oftentimes without the diagnosis, uh, people get labeled with the ever-expanding syndromes that are created like SIBO, like chronic fatigue syndrome, like fibromyalgia, which is a syndrome as well. Mm-hmm. What are other syndromes? Uh, irritable bowel syndrome. Of course, irritable bowel syndrome. Right. Um, Polycystic ovary syndrome. Yeah. Which syndrome is really just a cluster of symptoms. And yeah. So I just wanted to voice like, you know, from from my point of view back then, I really wanted a diagnosis. But now I actually look back at the whole journey and I'm so grateful that I never did get a diagnosis. Because now as a doctor, I look back at my symptoms and I see how wow, probably could have gotten a fibromyalgia diagnosis. Probably good, could have gotten a, a Lyme disease diagnosis or a SIBO diagnosis or like, you know, that that's the the issue, I think, with even a lot of um, functional medicine is that the lens and perspective that we look through um, is really limiting. So I think that this conversation, I, you know, I don't know exactly who our audience is, but I think that this conversation is important to have amongst healthcare providers and medical professionals as well to kind of expand our scope of vision and uh, see our clients and individuals not as people with diagnoses, but people healing, self-balancing, dynamic organisms. Um, and that's really the light through which I I see and experience myself when I've got something, you know, going on. And I I, am unfortunate to not have suffered many chronic symptoms. Um, But I'm always really careful in my state of mind and thinking about acute things. I know how a lot of times for some people, acute knee problems or something, if I have some pain in my knee when I'm running, I can kind of make it something, you know, I can make it, oh, I've got arthritis. Oh, I've got a meniscus tear. Oh, I've got a, you know, swollen joint capsule and kind of like make that mean something rather than just uh, see my body as this dynamic, resilient organism that's seeking balance and finding balance. And it comes back to this uh, this message that we really try to convey, which is that the symptoms that we experience, that we feel, are not the problems, right? But they're our body's answers to the problems. So we can get curious about the messages that our bodies are sending us and respond in kind of a 
open-minded product proactive sort of way than just kind of a reactive symptom management sort of way which of course you know getting going back to the the medical system and even the functional medicine system naturopathic medicine community a lot of times it's like symptom x gets slapped with treatment y or protocol z you know and it and uh it's not taken into consideration the dynamic environment that each individual exists and the, you know, multidimensional nature that the symptoms are manifesting from. Because, of course, everyone with, uh, you know, lower digestive gas and bloating and, and you know, some, you know, call it SIBO or IBS or whatever, some people might have some, you know, microbial deficiencies and, you know, there, there's room to grow and diversify the microbiome. Other people, it might be pure anxiety, you know, it might be pure stress that's manifesting down there. And then, of course, most of us is some combination, right, of the stress and the mindset with the nutritional components. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I... I... I agree with all these, all the, all the potential cons, drawbacks of really, you know, identifying with a diagnosis so intensely or, you know, putting so much weight on a diagnosis. Um, But honestly, like when we, when you named this episode, ditch the diagnosis, my initial response was like, that's like, uh, it's like a little, little intense because like to play devil's advocate here. And I don't think what you're saying is like, yeah, don't go to a doctor and don't get a diagnosis. Right. Because there are situations like I can think of so many examples. Like if I had a melanoma, I'd want that to be diagnosed so that I could get it removed surgically. Right. You know, there are obviously reasons, like good reasons, helpful reasons why we have this system in place where doctors are able to identify and diagnose and then treat effectively, right? I think like really what you're referring to in in this concept of like detaching from the diagnosis is more so in the context of chronic illness when a person can get into a place where they're completely identifying with that label. And because of that mindset around what that label means, what the prognosis might be, they start to kind of manifest a reality that isn't serving and isn't, you know, like is very limiting in the sense. Yeah. So, uh, and I, I think that this is bringing me to think about just the power of our words, right. That we use to describe what's going on within ourselves. Um, so I hear a lot of times, I know you I hear a lot of times as well. I have SIBO. I have cancer. I have diabetes and, you know, fill in the blank. And that is constrictive. Or even, even more profoundly, I am diabetic. That, exactly. I am a cancer patient. I am uh, an autoimmune warrior. Yeah. I am, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, so, of course, that the, the language that we use is just uh, man- or conveying the, the thoughts that we're, that we're programming and and um, we, we talked before a couple, I think a couple of weeks ago about how our thoughts are directly influencing our cellular physiology. 
So of course the words that were, you know, that, that are, that we're speaking, uh, you know, is a reflection of the thoughts that we're thinking, which is a direct, you know, has a direct impact on our cellular physiology and the restrictive and constrictive and limiting nature of I am this, I have this is really, you know, I see it as a big barrier in our body's ability to experience its unlimited potential. Um, so, of course, uh, an alternative way to relate and think and speak about what's going on in our bodies is I am healing. I am healing this. I am finding balance from this. I am, my body is seeking balance through this experience. I am, you know, reversing this because we are, because that's the truth. That is what our body is trying to do. So we can recognize what's actually happening and partner with our body's process of seeking balance rather than kind of set this boundary or barrier or roadblock in our state of mind and thinking and, and words and verbalization. And, um, you know, I think it just carries such, such more positive, hopeful energy, if nothing else. But we also, of course, know and understand the power of that positive, hopeful energy in creating and shifting, again, the, the cellular physiology and what's going on from just nervous system, psycho, endo, neuroimmunology, immune system, hormonal balancing, and everything in between. Do you think you could share that awesome story about the person who was diagnosed with ALS? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, a friend of a friend of mine received, you know, had some neurologic issues and was going to different neurologists to seek answers of what's going on. And, and, um, I think, you know, I, I don't know the full story, but I think he went to one neurologist and was like, oh, it looks like it might be ALS. Um, and then I think maybe he got a second opinion and it was like, yeah, you know, it looks like these are kind of the the symptoms, the, the 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 symptoms that are most consistent with this diagnosis, ALS, and which which people that you don't know, all uh, what is it, lateral sclerosis, uh, Lou Gehrig's disease, you know this, uh, you know, um, chronic debilitating um, neurologic condition where you just become more paralyzed as time goes on. And sometimes it's rapidly progressing. Sometimes it's more slowly progressing. But in any case, this person just kind of didn't let that information permeate beyond the surface. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, I'll see if that kind of resonates. Doesn't, it doesn't really seem to resonate with what's going on inside of me. And, you know, I think that that's very unique because most of the time when people go to the doctor's office, just like you were saying, they're looking for a diagnosis. They're looking for an answer. And, I, you know, the, the, what I take from this story is that he was just looking for some feedback, you know, just looking for some understanding. Um, and in any case, he didn't allow that diagnosis to really um, root in. And he immediately kind of reframed, you know, 
I am recovering from this neurologic thing. And he did, which of course, you know, is kind of completely unheard of anyone reversing an ALS diagnosis, but he most certainly has, um, even though it was for sure the early stages of, you know, ALS, but in any case, it shows us exactly that anything is possible. And, you know, I don't know many firsthand experience or many firsthand stories, but I've heard, you know, read or been exposed to different stories of, uh, you know, what we might refer to as miraculous, you know, spontaneous healing from, you know, disseminated cancer to multiple sclerosis, other neurologic conditions, um, even like broken bones and <laughs> crazy stuff that just, you know, our, our bodies are unlimited and, in, you know, there is infinite potential. And I think that, um, the, again, the, the, the closed mindedness that comes from subscribing and, and just living with the diagnosis, uh, is really limiting our experience of health, but also well-being and yeah. freedom. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'll, I guess I'll share my experience with this too, because, during my chronic illness that I experienced in the past, look how easy it is to even say my chronic illness. You know, it's like, it's just programmed in us to say yeah. my, my disease. Right. But during the period of time where I was experiencing chronic illness, lots of digestive symptoms and, and joint pain and everything, the, 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 most, the, 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 um, the thing that I received that was most similar to a diagnosis was leaky gut syndrome, another syndrome, right. Um, and when that was, you know, ex explained to me and delivered to me, it was like, oh my gosh, this is something that I can like take and do something with. And I really did attach to it very, very strongly. And I changed my life to revolve around healing leaky gut, uh, changed my lifestyle, changed my, you know, my, my sleep habits, changed my, you know, how social I was, what I did to be social with my friends, my whole life turned upside down, um, you know, in response to wanting to heal leaky gut. Uh, it was a long journey for me. There were two and a half years of eating very restrictive diet um, and still experiencing the digestive upset and feeling so frustrated with that. And I remember the biggest turning point for me in this healing journey was when I had just come back from a, a trip uh, to Portland where the food was like, you know, Portland is such a foodie city. Everyone around me was eating such mm. amazing stuff. And I was ordering the most plain thing I could from the kitchen. And on that plain trip home, I just had this epiphany of, wow, like I've been doing everything by the book to heal leaky gut for the last two and a half years. I've got to be healed at this point. <laughs> I just declared myself in that moment healed. I went from person with leaky gut to person who healed leaky gut in my mind in that second. And when I landed in Colorado, I the first stop I took from the airport was my favorite pizza place. And I ordered a pizza and I ordered a beer and I ordered a brownie. And I enjoyed that meal. And I digested it just fine. <laughs> yeah. And my digestion from that point on was 
essentially normal. I won't say completely healed everything. You know, I wasn't like I just went to junk food again, right? I still ate healthfully. There's still, you know, like, you, you know, you're bringing up this mind over matter kind of thing. And for sure, our mind does conquer and trump the material. Our mindset is more powerful than anything. And there are consequences for our physical choices and behavior, especially mm -hmm. in the longer <laughs> term. Yes. Um, but those consequences can certainly and most certainly are mitigated with a healthy mindset. So why not use both to our advantage, our mind and our behavior? And we always like to say that really things do start with our mind because from a, a grounded, peaceful place of understanding, uh, we are naturally more connected and aware of just the common sense, creativity, intuition, whatever, whatever you want to call it, wisdom. And we're guided to make the, the best decisions for ourselves that are most nourishing uh, to our physical body, you know, so it, it really does all start in our, in our mind. And I think that's an awesome example. I don't even think I've really heard that story really? about just like... <laughs> I'm done with leaky gut syndrome. I'm done. And uh, like, I, I think that we can, like, that's a great thing for us to all consider. Like, what are we done with? What have we been holding and dragging with us that, you know, it's like, we can just declare victory over. Um, and I, I know a lot of people are on long healing journeys and I always like to see that the healing journey is really just an illusion. You know, it's, it's, it's this illusion of a journey because health is not a destination, right? And if we're, if we're always living with this kind of mindset that we've got this diagnosis and we've got to go through this diagnosis to get to health on the other side, then we're kind of like never going to be there. But if we realize that health is the journey and not a destination, then we can just in, in any moment, like you did, step free from the diagnosis and step into our body's health and our body's recovery and our body's self-balancing mm -hmm. and our body's, uh, you know, wisdom. Yeah, because what happens on a physiological level when we release that chronic source of stress from our mental world. Like what happened to me when I detached from the diagnosis was my body was immediately in a state of feeling peaceful, of if, feeling free. I felt yeah. free to eat that meal. And that's probably why I digested it so well. Of course, <laughs> of course. So if people really love like being identified and wrapped up with their diagnosis, then keep it up. You know, keep it up. It's serving you. But if this information is resonating and it's, and it's like, oh, I'm, I think I'm going to let myself be free from that, then allow yourself to do that and allow yourself to follow the wisdom. Mm -hmm. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sharing this conversation with us and any other announcements or anything. Just uh, oh. just the new new way that um, we're supporting people that I'm supporting people with um, understanding more mind, thought and consciousness and tapping into the mind body connection is through one on one coaching consultations. Uh, if you're interested, you can reach out to us uh, at info at alter.health for more information on for more information on that. Cool. Um, but 
until then, I'll see you next week, right? All right. Yeah, we'll see you next week next for week. another round of podcasts. Have a <laughs> wonderful rest of the week. And until next time. Bye for now.